The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. This is Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. See you find that Twitter right polls is trending. It continues to trend. Replay what uh, Rich Eisen said that the Bears are down the road on on a possible trade for that number one overall pick. Yeah, this early. Uh, we got big things happening here. Obviously, it's the new home of the Chicago Bears. That's big. Really big. Uh, coming up here, uh, not uh, far away from the uh, anniversary party, the 25th anniversary party of ESPN 1000. We're hosting that. Friday, March 24th. Tickets still on sale at uh, LiveNation.com. Then search ESPN Chicago. Uh, All this week, we are giving away tickets. We are giving away tickets once a show for that party. So you can still buy them uh, if you do not win. They're just $25. We want to celebrate with you. Uh, scheduled to appear, Jay Cutler and Robbie Gold. Uh, we're going to add more names as well. We're going to have a reunion with Mac Yurko and Harry. That's going to be with Carmen uh, and and Yurko, of course. Uh, Eddie Olchek, <laughs> Michael Wilbon, Mark Jean Greco. He just texted us, by the way. Yes, he did. We have a dinner scheduled with him coming up. Uh, Jordan Cornette, uh, Shay Cornette. I had a mishap this weekend, by the way, with Shay. Um, did you hear me tell the story? Upstairs, I don't think so. So um, I, I was driving around. I was listen, listening to a lot of the station. I was listening to Meller and Hanley this weekend a uh-huh. lot. Um, the station sounded fantastic. Sunday, it was yesterday, I was driving around town uh, listening to uh, Shay Norling and our own Tyler Aki. Basketball U, it's called, correct? Correct, yep. Great stuff on college hoops. As we're getting closer. Waddle's, For the season starting? The season's about to start? Waddle's still not watching college basketball. Not until yeah. the uh, big, the major. Uh, major season begins soon. The major the major college tournaments? Yeah, the, when your conference tournaments begin, you got me. You weren't in on the Missouri Valley tournament, though, this weekend. No. Drake, I'm telling you, Drake's going to the Sweet 16. Okay. That's a good Drake team. Fabulous. Bulldogs, the, the Bulldogs? Bulldogs are good. I got a good friend that's a Drake, uh, Drake grad. Yeah, so I will be cheering loudly for them. Who, Pastor? Him as well. Oh, I got okay. another one. John McConaughey <laughs> okay. is my buddy. I've, I've, Several years before Jim. Yes. I've, I've got them. I, I don't care who they're playing. I am sending Drake to the Sweet 16. Northwestern so one, didn't they? They they set the record for the most Big Ten wins in a season in school history. See, I'm not completely oblivious no, to college basketball, not. but the action's about to begin. Yes. So I, I texted yesterday. So I set up a little uh, small group uh, text with Shay and Tyler. I said, guys, I was driving around a lot. You guys sounded awesome. And then they were bashing the Big Ten, by the way. And I go, not exactly a pro Big Ten show. And uh, Shay responded, um, Sylvie, uh, 
I, I wasn't on the air yesterday, but thanks for the text. Just had a baby, by the way. Um, so I know this wasn't meant for me. Yada, yada, yada. I texted the wrong Shay. It was Shay Cornette. Oh, I, I sent it to Tyler, yeah. Tyler and Shay yeah, Cornette. Good work. Good work. Trying to spread, you know, good, good, you know, good feelings. So, so Tyler, great job this weekend. You got the text. I did, yes. Shay Norling, if you're listening, I never reestablished the correct chain. So I've never sent it to you. You did a great job this weekend, as I'm sure you know. Sylvia approves. It was a great show. I saw the text. Like uh, it popped up on my phone, and I see I have a text from Shay Cornette, and it's in a group chat with Sylvia. I'm like, what is going on here? (laughs) I was so confused. My wife's a big Shay Norling fan as well. She thinks uh, he's great on the Cap and Jay Hood show, as we all do. Uh, Sarah Spain will be there. Nick Friedel, Luke Canales, Fred Hubner, Ray Flores, and more. Uh, More to come. So uh, I have. Um, a trivia question at the end, right before Waddle's World, for today's tickets that we're giving away to the 25th anniversary. So be listening at the end uh, of this segment to win. It's two tickets, right, uh, Tyler? Yep, pair of tickets. All right, so a pair of tickets. We'll do that here shortly. Here is uh, Rich Eisen, just to recap uh, today's uh, news of what Rich Eisen is reporting. The Bears are already long down the road. Of trading the first oh. overall pick. Teams have been identified. Compensation is being hammered out. Wow. Yeah. Good. Make sure it's a deal that uh, you, you knock everyone's socks off with. So when you ask the question, is this the right path? It's the right path if, if, if they, they fleece somebody. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't get a lot in return and they trade the pick too early, then my evaluation is going to be it was too early to make yeah, the deal. If we find out they're swapping the first round pick and getting a second uh, a third and next year's third, then I'm like, really? Well, it depends on who it is. Like, I mean, if you do a minor deal with Houston, moving up, just, okay. or going oh, yeah. from one to two, right? And then you just add, let's say, I don't know, maybe a second. Oh yeah, yeah, that, then I, fine, uh, right, right. But if you trade, you the want to take one, the first step, like you said yes, about the, the Bulls, absolutely. Yes. But what is it? The Bulls and the who? Uh, the cha- what? The Bulls and the who? The ch- it, or is, am I mixing up uh, Abdallah's? Yeah, uh, I think wolves and chickens. Yeah, wolves and chicken. Listen, I just want you to be the big bull that saunters. I don't need you to be sprinting in any way, shape, or form. But if you do sprint down the hill and you're able to take care of everything, then fine. That's all I I mean, I just don't want you to, to be hasty in your decision just to get something done. But I reserve the right to say, hey, that was a really good deal if you trade early, but you get a haul in return. I just want them to fleece somebody. You wonder, I don't care when the fleecing begins. You wonder if all this conjecture is out there to make the Texans bite. Are, are like, are, is all this talk about doing a deal early and getting a big package out there? Yes. To make the Texans jump to go from two to one, so then the Bears are still in business with the other teams to hop them to go then from two, you know, so the Bears then could make a second trade. You all know what this, I mean? All of this to me is noise until in something some happens, which is great. I'm not being critical of the noise. I think that the fact that there is a lot of discussion being churned and created is all a good thing. But there's no way of determining if, like, what do they say? Don't confuse, you know, activity with accomplishment. If you make a pre-draft deal and it brings a bevy in return, I'm high-fiving you all day long. If you make a pre-draft deal 
that we look at each other and go, wow, that's all you got, then that's not so good. All right, so then let's let's set it up. From the Colts on down, from four on down, what are we going to be happy with? If we hear the Bears have make are making a deal before free agency, like this early deal, what are we going to be, where are we drawing the line on, remember where we used to say, We'll be upset if if if, if Mitch Trubisky doesn't okay. turn into the the lowest level was Alex Smith. We said, "What's our lowest level of happiness of that we have to get from one of these teams?" Now, obviously, it will change from the Colts to the Panthers because that's going from four to nine. Listen, but it's easier for dopes like you and me to look at the field and be able to come up with a more definitive response to that question on football. Like when you say to me, you like you just said, if if Alex Smith is the, is, you know, the the lowest level. Like I I feel more confident about my you know opinion on that that I don't know enough about the value of picks. So, so you know what though, I can give you Sylvie, I can give you guys a little bit of like a uh, something to work with. Okay. Pro Football Focus put together a bunch of Here draft tra- uh, potential trades that that Ryan Poles could have at his disposal based on some of the more advanced draft charts, right? No, and remember though, the charts, I think a lot of callers have hit this. Mm-hmm. On March 6th, you kind of throw the charts out the window because if we're making a trade now, you have to pay Sure, a premium. You have to pay a premium. Like we're not doing the point totals now to make a deal now. Well, but but that's why I do the point totals. But just know that you have to have that number times or plus something. Yeah, I think these are like bare minimum starting points essentially. So you mentioned the Texans. Pro Football Focus said the Bears would give up the number one overall pick, and if they traded with the Texans, they would receive this year's number two, this year's second round pick, which is thirty three overall. And also this year's, I don't know if this would be the third, no, probably the fourth, the 104th overall. So with the Texans, the Bears would get their two, 33rd overall, and 104th overall. And that would. That's a third round pick? I think that would be fourth, right? Early, that's a top of This year's fourth, correct. The top of the fourth round. Which would would create um, 9% of surplus value. So the Bears would be getting 9% over the draft chart. Okay. I don't like. I, I got. I, You're only moving down to number two. I, I, if I heard that happen today, I, I, I would not be upset. Because that still has plenty of options to trade with other teams right. going down We're the road. Still in business, and you've got that additional second round pick now at your disposal that you gave up for Chase Claypool. Right, and you're at the top of the fourth round too. Can I, I get a little something extra also in the 2024 draft? Like, that's what I'm, if I'm Ryan Poles, I would say, okay, this is what the chart says, but considering we're making this deal in early March, I got to get, you're going to give me a sweetener here. I need right. a sweetener. You like more than 9% yeah. inflation? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, and so for the Colts, yeah, the Colts, have... this one is uh, 24.5% yeah, you're of go, surplus you're going value. Down lower. Yeah. So with the Colts, the Bears would give up the number one overall pick. They would receive the number four, the number 35, the number 79. In addition to a first rounder in 2024, now we're and also a third rounder in 2024. Okay, I'm in. That sounds, you know, again, like not bad, I, I, not, I, not terrible. I'm starting to feel a little warm and fuzzy Are with you, that one. You yeah. got tingly a little I bit. Get, I, I, get I still tingle. need a sweetener. I didn't get tingles from that though. Well, I get next year. I'm bad. getting next year. I'm getting a one and a three next year as well. Yeah, you are. 
And the second and the, their second round pick. Yeah, and the fourth pick overall this year. Yeah. Again, that's 25% of surplus value, right. so they're getting a somewhat of a premium on that By deal. By the way, I still may be able to, to spin that one can to I, the Carolina Panthers. Can I get a, uh, a veteran player from them, too? They, okay, yes. I suppose that is definitely Call possible. That a sweetener. Send in DeForest Buckner. I, Send in DeForest Buckner. Yeah, now we're talking. There's your three technique. Now I can get Will Anderson if he's available if the Cardinals don't take him. I or have, one or the other. I think it's a pretty deep draft with regards to edge rushers or ass rushers. Yeah, uh-huh. As we said Friday. Here's the deal with, uh, with Las Vegas. The Vegas Raiders would have to give up their number seven in this year's draft, their number 38 in this year's draft, number 70 in this year's draft, and then also a 2024 first rounder and a 2024 second rounder. Uh, no, now yeah. that deal is 22.7% of surplus value. Well, why would I do that if the Colts the Colts deal sounds better than, right? 25% well, I, you have to have the Colts value. willing to make a deal. That's true. And right. you're going down to seven here. Yeah, and you're going down to seven. You're also getting an additional first and second rounder from the Raiders next year. Can I get a little, uh, can a little something in 2025, too? They don't have anything from the Raiders in 2025. Okay. Couldn't can... that be a team, too, that blows up? Of course. Isn't that a team? They're dopes. Where, where, yeah, where McDaniels, no, out. as I, a head you know coach. What? I, I, you know, I said they're dopes, but our team has been perpetually bad for a long time, so I've got to put a mirror right. in I my know, own house. Right. But isn't that a team where you could see that first-round pick, though? Yeah. Possibly being really good next year? In that division... Whose first-round pick would you rather have next year, the Colts or the Raiders? Well, the Raiders? Like, I, 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 there's I, no Derek Carr Raiders, anymore. Correct. Like, the Raiders were, what, 5-5-12 and 12 this year? And they're, they're, they're in the 11? AFC West, right. so that's a tough division. And I think with Sean Payton there now, I don't think Russell Wilson's going to be as bad as he was last year. And I think San Diego's going to be better. I mean, L.A., I always do that. That's the one team I can adapt with. And then, of course, the Chiefs. I think they could really... He has not proven that he could be a head coach. And there's the high bust value. Yeah, no, I think that's... You You are definitely keeping that in mind. Who you project because, these teams to be in 2024 because it'll matter as to where their pick that they're sending to you next year is going to be. I'd still like more, but... I, of I, course, I can offer you one more. With These, the, and, and you're telling me again, Jeff. This is kind of this is the chart value. If you were sitting, the yeah, day this before is, the draft, there's got to be a premium. Yeah, placed now, if, on yeah. The time. Every every draft pick has a point total assigned to it, and then and this is above that. Point correct. Total. Yeah, th- that's the percentage I'm giving you. So, as I mentioned, the Vegas Raiders, uh, the package they put together would create 22.7 percent of sev- uh, surplus value. Then finally, they created one with the Carolina Panthers, where the Bears would be going down to nine. They would get this year's ninth overall pick, this year's 61st overall pick. And then they have the Panthers giving two additional first-rounders, one in 2024 and one in 2025. That is 21.4% of additional value. two players, though, this year in the top 64. And not a second-round pick, And I think part of that is because the Panthers have dealt away picks um, in this year's draft. I don't – that deal doesn't – No. Not as much for you. But you're getting two additional first-rounders. You need more players. I need – yeah. yeah. I like the two first-rounders. Don't get me wrong. But I need more picks this year as well. Can you get their wide receiver? DJ Moore? Well, maybe that's where they fill in the gap instead of – 
having a second round pick to trade you. Maybe they trade nine. you a player. We're ta- we're going down you, to nine. You're going to have to give me something you, more. And to do business with you today, yeah. Going I think, from one to nine, you you really. And then I'm not going to draft again until the sixties. Yeah, nine no, that and work. six. That doesn't work for well, me. I, I think though that's a fair reaction in all of these trades. I think Pro Football Focus put them together. More with the idea that it would be a deal that's being done close to the draft day. Any of this that I've just laid out, I think the Bears would get more if they accept a deal before free agency starts. All right, so Big Cat ran through his draft trades with, and Big Cat, usually Tuesday at 4, he's going to be on with us coming up in 45 minutes today. Because we have spring trading tomorrow. Waddle's going to be on in the morning with Abdallah. I'm going to be on from 10 to noon with Hoodie. It's Yurko and Black from noon to two, and then it is Cap and Carm for four full hours from two to six. No who's, shot. Who's on at night? What's the uh, six to eight show? That is myself and Jeff Miller okay. from six to eight. All right. So no trading there. It's that's the usual. This, wasn't the like you worked with Hoodie, and I think I worked with Abdallah before as well. Yes, I think that was that was the first, first show I yeah. did last last year. Yeah, with Hoodie. Um, all right, so here is a. Uh, this is Barstool Big Cat. He kept this a secret from all of us. Yeah. He didn't tell us this was dropping. This is Barstool Big Cat with Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus on Pardon My Take. All right, so let's talk about the the first pick. Uh, I don't know if you brought a pen and paste, uh, paper, but yeah. I, I have some thoughts. Okay, um, let me hear. Them. I ran a mock draft. Yep. Uh, I'm just going to rip through it real quick okay. and let you know what I'm able to do and see if you can get up to my standard. Uh, so first pick was traded to the Texans for pick 2, 12, 33, and two first-rounders next year. Wow, yeah. Then we traded the, the, the two pick that we got from the Texans to the Seahawks for pick 5, 20, and a first-rounder next year. Then the five pick to the Falcons for 8, 44, and a first-rounder next year. And then the eight pick to the Lions for 18 and a first rounder next year. So I ended up with six first rounders next year. Can you think, like, it's not that hard? It's not. Right. It's Just not. keep going, keep trading, keep going. Yeah. Are, is there a cap on how many trades you're willing to? There's no cap. Love it. Yeah. Just yeah. keep trading. Yeah, get them all. Get all the picks. Every pick. Yes. Yes. Just for get, two years. Get all the picks. <laughs> <laughs> but is there, like, I. This is a very stupid question because we're just dumb fans, but um, like there is a part of us uh, of fans that like watch and be like, maybe just keep getting picks and keep trading down. There's got to be a point where you're like, hey, we actually need players on the team. Correct. Yeah. So correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a uh, it's a balance of it, right? Like you want to have opportunity, but at the same time, you do um, you put the players and the evaluations in these value buckets, right? So. You want to be able to play that game to say, I have this many guys at this level that can impact our team in this round. All right, that's how far we can go back. So you you have to put that into the equation as well. So what did we learn from uh, Football Morning in America? That he said there are six to eight guys that they consider blue chip players at the top of the draft. We got to ask Peter King if, if if he considers quarterbacks in that value chart. Because that would determine how far down they would be willing to go. And by the way, Matt Eberflus was sitting next to Ryan Poles for that whole interview, just g- giggling was the whole giggling? time. Was he giggling? Yeah, yeah good, they were good both sense laughing. Of humor. Yeah, both of them. Here, here's more. Who is the final say on the draft pick? Is it Poles or is it Eberflus? Between the two of you, who has final say? 
On what? On a draft pick. Who has final say? Right here. Yeah. He well, does. you just had final charge. say on that question. Oh. On, on the game? You, ju- you just gave – you awarded him final say. So when you say that you technically have final yeah, that's say. That's true. You, you oh. gave him final say. So essentially you do. Okay. <laughs> well, really the, the cool thing is um, we, we don't really have to worry about that much. Our relationship's awesome. And, you know, we work through this together because it's, it's that kind of partnership you got to have. Yeah. Because um, we want to be on the same page. And we talk about developing players all the time. And I think if, if everyone's on board, you're getting buy-in all the way across the organization. Right. And the so. biggest thing with that is that we've spent so many hours and so much time talking about the profile of the player by position. You know, so him and I talk about this all the time. We see it, you know, eye to eye in terms of what we want to have at each position. Yeah. Know, what the traits are, what the makeup of the man is. And uh, that's so important to be on the same page. And we've spent, you know, we're in, we continue to do it. Yeah. We were doing it yesterday, you know, talking about that. So it's a, it's an important piece to it. There you go. We'll play some more. I think Zetterman was telling me he listened. Pardon my take. I have not heard it yet. That um, Eberflus was, was like raving about Brisker in there, too. Yeah. So, some really good stuff from Primary Take, and we will talk to Barstool Big Cat coming up in about 40 minutes from right now at 4 o'clock. Usually on Tuesday, we're getting them early because of spring trading. Again, I told you about the 25th anniversary celebration, House of Blues, Friday, March 24th. Tickets on sale right now, LiveNation.com, search ESPN Chicago. All this week, we are giving away tickets. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. You got to answer this trivia question. Waddle and I have been together for sixteen years. As you know, if you have listened to ESPN one thousand for twenty five years, Tom Waddle was not my first co host on this radio station. Now listen closely to the question: Who was my first? Who was the first host that I did a show with? During daytime hours. It was your first WMVP love. You, well, I, now you're changing the question. <laughs> that, that completely changes the question, Waddle. <laughs> so do not, do not throw people off. Let me, let me phrase the question the correct way. From 7 a.m. till 6 p.m., who was the first full-time show that I hosted with on this radio station? Not first full-time love that would change that who did i do host a show with during regular hours 312-332-3776 tyler let's start with caller 10 they get first crack and then whoever's correct will get the the two tickets to the 25th anniversary party you can smell that weed early here yeah, I do. The United Center area had a. I even. Turned, oh, was there a weed section? Um, at the outside yeah. when we were walking. I even turned to Braxton and go, "You smell that?" What did I he say? I don't even know what why. Did, I, what, what's Braxton going to say? Oh yeah, Dad, that's skunk weed. What? <laughs> what? Did it's, you really ask your six-year-old? Hey, Brax, you smell that? That's not the good stuff. All right, we'll have Waddle's World coming up next. And this is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you are here? As we go inside Waddle's World. 
Let's do this. Waddles well brought to you by the great people, our friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us member FDIC. How about some quick uh, NFL news for you? Can I give you the answer to the trivia question? But of course. Uh, The answer is Jay Mariotti. Oh, yeah. You guys loved one another. You know what? I I actually did hang out with Jay Mariotti a few different times. That's what I said. At the old Rocket Bar. And I think at one time uh, he did introduce me to a girlfriend. That I ended up dating for a couple of years at you Rocket. Guys. Yeah. Mixing business with pleasure. Um, but yes, uh, Jay was the first co-host, or I was his co-host. He made that known. Um, oh, he did? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Quick yeah, to, they, quick that to was tell quick, people. Yes. But remember, we used to put Jay on, too. We always had a decent relationship with Jay. Did we? Yeah, don't you remember? We used to I put don't. Jay on. Um. Because he used to be on Around the Horn, right? Yeah. And it's, he was a ESPN guy for a while. But you guys stay uh, in touch? Not anymore. No. I've not talked to Jay in a few years. But um, Maybe you ought to reach out and see how he's doing. So that was 2004. 2003, 2004. The, uh, the celebration? I don't, think, I don't know. Um, and then Carmen and I, we were doing nights together. The key to that question was... First time in, in during the day, and then once once uh, Jay left and they parted ways, it was like a mutual parting. Uh, they tried out different shows, and Carmen and I got the gig. So that's the answer to your question. That's the answer to Jay Mariotti. And tomorrow will be another. Uh, they're all ESPN one thousand questions. Over the last 25 years. Maybe there will be an answer that the Bill Simonson will be the answer to. The that'd huge be, one. You know what? That'd be huge. Huge news. All right. You ready for some I'm, football news I'm now? I'm huge. He's Lou. Uh, Duck! Grade the Bears' performance. Didn't he throw a stapler, isn't that? Was that huge you threw a stapler? No, that was, I think, a Yurko, wasn't it? Yurko threw a stapler? Did he throw a phone or a stapler, Danny? I thought it was a phone. Danny, it, Yoko threw a phone. Oh, it was a phone. Okay. He broke, I think he broke a computer monitor, Didn't too. did he huge throw something at Yeah, Steeper might be that's right. That's what I thought. At Delvet? Was it at Delvet? Yeah, I think that's right. They used Glad to do. to see everyone you know, kind of honestly, a little bit better these days. Simonson might not be the only person to throw a stapler. Who there might be did? multiple. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't think. I, I've been here for 16 years. I don't think I've seen anybody throw anything at anybody, much less even really go after somebody in, in a over-the-top manner. I think it's been a really peaceful 16 years. It's been pleasant. It's good. Yeah. It's good to know. Like it, it, everyone seems to be well-behaved. I'm glad to I, know that I've never thrown a stapler. I think you mi- have you, you or haven't no, you? No, no, I've not thrown a stapler. I think you got in right as things were kind of uh, easing down. out. Yeah, yeah, the rocky waters were right before Oof. you got here. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, former Raiders quarterback Derek Carr has agreed to a four-year deal with the Saints. Financial terms not disclosed, but sources close to ESPN uh, say that Carr agreed to a deal that could potentially be worth up to $150 million and includes up to $100 million in guarantees. He will receive $60 million fully guaranteed at signing and another $10 million once he starts year three of the deal. So he's going where he's comfortable. Dennis Allen was his coach, I believe, uh, when they were still in uh, Oakland. So was it Oakland or was it uh, Los Angeles? I forget with that team. 
Whatever it was, they were together. No, it wasn't, at one L- point. It wasn't L.A. It was, yeah, it was Oakland. Oakland. See, it was right the first time. Uh, the Raiders have officially franchise tagged running back Josh Jacobs. What's the franchise number it's for a running back? High. Ten and a half. It's like, yeah, it's not that high. So Meller, it doesn't look like your uh, dream of signing Josh Jacobs as a free agent. Uh, is yeah, that's come true. dead. I think it's ten point two for the running back. It makes sense to franchise running backs. Yeah, it's coming down. Like it, it's gone the other way now. Yes. Like we may hit up a, a point where they're you know considering what other players are getting. Like I don't well, know. Like, and and how about like even good running backs? Um, I think it, there's been reports that the Bengals. If Joe Mixon isn't willing to take a pay cut, they might cut ties with oh, him. I, I think that's definitely happening because yeah. ultimately they're going to have to pay T. Higgins right. and they're going to have to pay Joe Burrow. Like uh, the the question is Saquon: Does he become available if the Giants need to use the franchise on Daniel Jones? Well, and, I, and would you want to use the franchise on Daniel I Jones? Don't, uh, we gotta we gotta talk about that with Big Cat. I don't understand the Daniel Jones story. I don't know what's going on. Why Usually are I you... say I would trust in, like, look, yeah. I've said this all along. I would franchise him. Let's see if yeah, this past year, where the numbers were modest, but the eye test tells you that he was good in the system and he played better than I thought he was going to play. And I think he played better the, than, his, than his numbers the show. The non-exclusive franchise yeah. tag for $32 million. Yeah. yeah. And let other teams, if they want to work out a deal with him, give you two first-round picks for him. Yeah. No, there's no reason to do the exclusive for for forty five million or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know there's what's no going to happen. No reason to pay but, him that much. But we'll see. Like, nor, like I said, normally I would say I trust in Brian Dable's ability to evaluate quarterbacks and see the future with regard to who they project to be. But this one's uh, strange. Uh, it says here the Cowboys have placed the franchise tag on running back Tony Pollard. So that's another running back who you is. You guys called that. Franchise. Tyler and Meller were, were on that because I was always interested in Pollard. Vikings have released linebacker Eric Kendricks in a salary cap move that's going to save them a bunch of cash. He's 31, a little up in age. They'll save almost $10 million with that deal. Uh, the Chiefs are making a little bit of news. They are not tagging offensive tackle Orlando Brown. But I do believe, if I read this correctly, by some of the NFL insiders, they're meeting today. They're trying to see if they can find common ground. Brown turns 27 in May. Um, he was he's, acquired, he's much younger than you would think. Yes. He was acquired by KC in a 2021 trade. Uh, and I believe it was franchised last year, correct? Wasn't it? Yes. Uh, franchised last year. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I can't imagine they let him go. But I hope so, because then that would mean that he would be available for the Bears to sign. Chiefs and Frank Clark uh, looks like they were unable to find common ground on a reworked deal. So uh, it looks like he will be released. There is also some news that maybe the Rams will release Leonard Floyd. Um, Allen Robinson may eventually be let go as well there. There's some news about that. So he's got a foot injury at this point. I know, but what, what I, I still want to know the story on what happened to Allen Robinson. Yes, well... He was tremendously uh, productive here for a while. With bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, Ravens say talks with Lamar Jackson will go up uh, to the tag deadline. Again, I am, I'm not going to be surprised in the slightest if, in fact, somehow, some way, he is not playing for the Baltimore Ravens when the 2023 season kicks off. We'll see. But uh, I, don't, I don't know how they come to common ground. I just don't. 
Uh, but we'll find out. And it will be interested which tag he gets. Yes. Uh, the NFL has reinstated Jags wide receiver Calvin Ridley from his gambling suspension. Many people probably forgot that the Jags had made a deal for him. Uh, I did. But yes, they made a trade with the Falcons, and he is currently on the Jags roster. It's like found money almost, yeah, isn't it, it for if, them? If he is pointed in the right direction, look, Calvin Redley is a very good player. Um, he's still only 28 years of age. Uh, had a 1,374-yard receiving season in 2020 with nine touchdowns. So there's a ton of talent there that would go along with Evan Ingram, who was franchised by the Jags. They uh, signed... Um, Zay Jones and Christian Kirk last year in free agency. It looks like they've done some uh, some good work to surround Trevor Lawrence with some, yeah, some he's, quality. He's pieces. got a quarterback that will get him the football too. Yes, um, boy, the, the John Morant stories continue to get uh, to get bad, weird. Uh, I know we'll probably touch on this a little bit later, but police in Colorado said Monday they're investigating John Morant's actions from the weekend after the Grizzlies star posted an Instagram live video in which he displayed what appeared to be a gun while at a nightclub. So, I haven't seen the video. Did you see it? Yeah. I, I, it's so disappointing. It's so disappointing because, like... Especially it, after what has been reported over the last seven days. And not just the last seven days. Like, when you go back to the Indiana Pacers story, if you follow that where people who were with John Morant with the laser and whether that was attached to the gun... And there have been all these stories regarding him doing things. Uh, the story from the summer about the 17-year-old and punching him and then threatening him with a gun. The last thing you thought he would be doing on his own platform would be putting that out where there were so many questions. And he's such a good player. And he, uh, he's a likable guy on the floor. It's like what, you tr- what I've always said about these players is you truly don't know who they are away from the court. You know, him is like, you see him with his daughter, you see his dad, you thought he had a good support system around him, and now he's going to get some help, and you hope he does, and you hope this saves his career. But it's so disappointing from a guy that so many kids, you know, have, have already around the country purchased their jersey, his jersey, they have made a shoe around him. They, you know, he's had the the NBA world at his fingertips. Well, I think that there are guys inside that N- NBA universe that are going to be willing to kind of bring him in and say, hey, listen, you know, like, this is the wrong path. We'll help you find the right path. This is why it's so impressive. You know, you can hate LeBron James all you want. LeBron, nobody has had more of a spotlight shined on him over the course of the last however many years. Since he was 16 years old. All the pressure in the world. There's been a camera on him every time he turns around. All the pressure. Not only has he been a success on the court, a massive success on the court, he's been a stand-up guy and a massive success off the court. Yes. He is a tremendous role model for all of the young players in that league, and all they have to do is tap into that resource. Built schools for young young yeah. people. like. Yeah, I mean, say that again. Have you, like, heard some of these stories, like, about Carmelo Anthony? About, like, the meeting that he had with David Stern when he was young? They suspended him, I think, when he was on the Nuggets, the story goes. And David Stern goes, look, there are two ways you can go here. You can go and you could fall off and completely have a failure of a career. 
where you could follow us and come with us. And it was a fork in the road, and he made the decision that he was going to be an upstanding, yeah. an upstanding player in the NBA. And he took the right path. And he took the right path, and now people are saying, like, Carmelo could be a guy that he yeah. reaches out to. There have been many guys like that. Jalen Rose, uh, Greeny told the story, looked in the camera on Saturday and said, I am John Moran, you know, coming out of Michigan with all the uh, accolades. He made many, many bad choices off the court yeah. and, and you know, learned from it and, and now is hugely successful. Yeah. Uh, and a story about one of our baseball teams as well. White Sox pitcher Mike Clevenger won't face discipline after uh, the league has investigated the abuse complaint. Clevenger not going to face discipline under Major League Baseball's joint domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse policy the league announced yesterday. He has voluntarily agreed to submit to evaluations by the treatment boards that cover domestic violence and drugs of abuse and also agreed to comply with any recommendations those boards make. So he had been under investigation after being accused of domestic abuse by the mother of one of his children. Um, so at this point... Uh, that was a huge shock, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, well, I mean, well, I mean like nobody truly knows... But it was, a, it was a big surprise. Yeah. Uh, Clevenger released, I guess, released a statement said, I am pleased that Major League Baseball has concluded its investigation. I had nothing to hide and cooperated fully with Major League Baseball. This situation has been stressful for my family, and I thank them for the support and strength. I asked everyone not to rush to judgment until Major League Baseball's investigation was concluded, and I appreciate everyone who had faith in me, including the White Sox organization and my teammates. I'm looking forward to the 2023 season and helping the White Sox win a championship this year. So, looks like he will be in their rotation. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that's the latest. Uh, When we come back, we'll lighten the mood a little bit, because I do have a couple of stories that hopefully will make you laugh. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. By the way, before I give you some health advice, and that's not coming from me. It's actually coming from different doctors and such. Okay, good. It's going to be a helpful, uh, helpful portion of Waddle's work. I have to tell you, like we talked the week uh, last week about how the NFL has us wrapped around their little finger, yes, their big they finger. Do. I was watching <laughs> Sunday morning. I watched about an hour and a half replay of all of the Saturday workouts on the NFL Network at the combine. So I watched all of the quarterback stuff. I watched Anthony Richardson run his forty. I watched him throw it. I watched Bryce Young standing next to all the other quarterbacks on the field as they were throwing, and he looked like somebody's younger brother out there because he's he is diminutive. You know, he is a smaller guy. It's still they still haven't gotten me with the workouts. Really? They yeah, that's the one thing that they still haven't gotten me. You know, I don't go out of my way, but oftentimes I'll find the NFL network like on when I turned the television on and it like pulled me in on Saturday yeah, night. Like I watched Darnell Washington, Georgia tight end make a yeah. ridiculously stupid one handed catch. Against the pylons, I got, in, I, got in, I got into the underwear. It does. Olympics. It does. Yeah. Twitter. Like I'll, I'll clip on, click on some of the clips. Yes. But. No. No. You're right, though. But the, I don't seek it out. But if I, it'll pull me in. And whether it's social media posts, Sylvie, like, like they, I'll watch them. Yeah. I'm with you. Kind of like watching a track meet. Like 
You've got the running, yeah, like exactly. track and field yeah, almost. Track yeah, track and field. Yeah. That's a, With a little football splashed in there, too. Well, well, let me tell you something. Anthony Richardson won the gold medal, which is a good thing for Bears fans because his performance, I think, helps the Bears leverage. We could talk with Big Cat about that. I, I, I think, like, someone said it uh, a couple days ago. I, I forget if it was Greeny or someone else. I'm those, sure it was. Those throws that they were making this weekend, I think it was Andrew Brandt, maybe. Those throws that we saw, that's how Zach Wilson got drafted second. There's no question. So, like, you could fall in love all you want with with the Underwear Olympics. Yes. That's what got Zach Wilson drafted no second. Doubt. Okay, that's fine for us. You want people to... No, 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 I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, but like, I'm just saying, listen, don't... I, don't of course. As Denny, as Denny look, Green said, don't crown him. No, and I would say this as well. These guys have been training for this moment for weeks. It would be a, it would be an upset if, in fact, they didn't perform well in underwear. Like that would be the story. Anyway, Anthony Richardson ran a four four, and you know his his vertical was over forty inches, and his broad jump was outside the building, and it was crazy. Hey, uh, are, are, do you believe in these keto diet stuff? Is that what Danny Zetterman is? I believe in common sense. Yeah, okay. You know, I do, too. It's good to hear. Sometimes not. I mean, I believe in the pizza diet, too. Yeah, that's right. Like, uh, being happy. Uh, pizza, pizza diet, not really keto-friendly. No, it's not. No. What is even is a keto diet? I don't know, because I, I don't... It's when your body goes into ketosis, I believe it's called. Correct, yes. And what does it, that mean? Is, is that, and that means so that you can't eat for over 12 hours? So there's fasting that plays a part in it. Also, when you get your body into ketosis, essentially, you're, you've, 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 you've uh, taken sugar out of your diet so that your body is actually burning calories and not just sugar yeah. on the intake. It's a healthier way of living. Well, uh, I got a study here. It says maybe linked to a higher risk of heart disease. Yeah, of course. A study it, it, which is not, these... has not been peer-reviewed just yet was presented at the American College of Cardiology's annual scientific session together with the World Congress of Cardiology. The findings showed that people on a uh, low-carb, high-fat diet compared to the ketogenic diet had more than two times higher risk of having several major cardiovascular complications. This comes as approximately one in five Americans report being on a low-carb, keto-like, or full keto diet. So just, you know, common sense. I like yours. Eat less, exercise more when you want to lose weight. Don't go nuts on everything. Yeah. Less sugar. Yeah. Probably better for you. But these extreme diets that come along, you usually, oh, they're healthy. And then you find out five years later, not so much. Yeah. And finally, uh, regular use of laxatives, like over-the-counter laxatives, may increase your risk for dementia. So just keep that in mind. Okay? Isn't that what you take? I don't take what, laxatives. Well, what, what is a Metamucil? Well, what is that? well that's what is that? just something that keeps you regular. Like, it's not a laxative. I don't it's take it. I don't take it to, to go to the bathroom. I don't need any help with that, bro. Say the last thing in the world Waddle would need yeah. is a laxative. Oh, uh-huh. that's true. New Waddle's a walking laxative. I am. Like, I, <laughs> new, I don't need that. I'm all good. But just be careful out there, people. That's what I'm here for. All right. Coming up next, we'll talk to our NFL Combine Insider. His name? Barstool Big Cat. And he's next.